am so happy it is about that time. And welcome back to another episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. We are going to have a great topic today. And I've been meaning and waiting to do this. So I want to first say thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in on the radio podcast everywhere. Be sure you are letting people know what we are doing on Ready, Set, Real Estate. And it is our show to support our nonprofit Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation. Again, the people that come on are doing amazing things, phenomenal things. And if you are finding any value in what we are sharing for free 99, be sure you connect with the individuals on the show. Be sure you visit the website, you subscribe to the newsletter, get connected on social media at Ready Set Real Estate. And of course, with yours truly, Lisa Puerto, super agent at LA Super Agent on all social media. So I am so ecstatic to bring to you Tahira Benjamin to the show. Tahira, hello. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Fantastic. I am, I said it, I've been, I'm excited. I've been waiting to have someone touch on digital marketing because I'm stumbling along the way and I'm just having fun. However, we'd like to get to a space where we're monetizing fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, definitely. and not just doing it just to do it, especially because, you know, we've got a lot of business owners, we've got entrepreneurs, we've got independent contractors, we've got mom and pop shops, we've got startups, everyone's in a creative space and we're having fun with social media, but is your social media working for you? Right. <laughs> right? That's one of the things that so many people in all of those industries from those backgrounds that you mentioned, there's so much to learn now and there's so much to work with. So there's quite a lot of possibility there. Right. So Tahira Benjamin is chief strategist at Optics Consulting, digital marketing agency, and she's got some great tips, strategies, and things that she offered that I will allow her to share towards uh, share towards the towards the end. Tahira knows that I'm so tongue tied. I have no idea what's going on with me this morning, but I will definitely get it through. And we're gonna have a fun show. So for those of you who are tuning in, we're on with Tahira Benjamin, chief strategist at Optics Consulting. Please share with us where you're from and just kind of the start of Optics Consulting and clientele. And we're going to get into some of the fun stuff in social media. Yeah, I'm coming to you live from Los Angeles, but I'm from the East Coast. Uh, shout out Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. I yeah, I know you're a Charlotte fan. I yeah. Started, yes. Yeah. <laughs> started my business here in Los Angeles earlier this year. And it really just happened. It was one of those things. Um, I personally didn't look at my skill set. Mm-hmm. It sounds weird to say it. I didn't look at my skill set in communications, marketing, PR um, as so much a skill set, as something that was like, oh, I'm bringing all of these great things to businesses. It was just kind of a given because I grew up in this social media age and you figure that, okay, maybe not everyone knows the lingo, but at least everyone's using it. But 
yeah, that's the kind of the assumption that I made going into this, but I've learned that it is, that is completely not true. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of growth to be done by businesses in the social media sphere. And that's why digital ads are at the low cost that they are right now. But once really big companies such as BMW, um, start using funneling more of their budget into digital ads, that price is going to skyrocket. Right. So what I'm hearing, and this is what I continue to hear from companies uh, that are advertising social media, uh, like ad space and Facebook ads and so forth, Instagram booths. Uh, I am seeing that they're saying right now, like you said, it allows the startup, the independent person to compete for the audience, right? The prosumer to do business with them. And I will say this, um, one of my, I'll just share my, one of my favorite social media platforms is Instagram. And I have to shout out to my client, a repeat client of mine that I sold a property to, who uh, she said to me, you love taking pictures. You should be on Instagram. Mind you, I was anti-social media for a very long time. Tahira, listen to this. I was very anti-social media <laughs> until I was getting ready to launch my first book. And I had to go where my audience was, which was on social media. And to see in the three years that I joined social media, I went from Instagram and what I did was, and, and you tell me, because I, I even have some own questions of my own. What I did was I locked in my username on all platforms, even if I wasn't using it. Smart. Okay. Smart. <laughs> I feel good yeah. about this. So now when I say Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, Anchor, Whatever else is out there, LA super agent. That's me. <laughs> and that makes sense. You want it to be the same branding across all platforms. You don't want people to get confused. You want people to know it's you and be able to trust you from there. Like they think, oh, she has three different handles. Like, who is this person? <laughs> How can I find her? How can I reach her? Um, right. So you want to make it as easy as possible to be accessible. So question, um, we want to make it as easy as possible. And, and, and that, and then I wanted to finish that thought. So it started with Instagram three years. Now I'm like Facebook and now there's a show and there's a podcast. Who would have thought, right? Awesome. And, um, does my social media make me money? Yes. Call to actions, advertising, doing the shows. People buy what I have created, right? So there's books, there's programs, there's workshops, there's speaking. There's a whole bunch of things that I'm taking what I'm using and monetizing that. So my social media pays me. And so I think when I say it that way, and I'm saying it that way specifically so people who are listening understand when we say, does your social media make you money? Because people are trying to think like, am I like, you know, are you like the Kardashian or whatever? And I have to use that name because we know she's a huge person who's making buku money off her social media. So, yeah. and that's one way, but there are so many different avenues with cross 
branding and now Instagram, I've noticed, and, and you, you're the person about this, but here's an aha moment that for me solidified, I was on the right track. When I saw that Instagram actually created the tag products option. So now your viewer audience, your tribe can actually tap a button on your picture and buy your product. Which is and awesome. I know people are asking me, right? People are asking me, Lisa, how do you do that? Right? Like how like you I share a post. I've got like books and swag tagged in my pictures <laughs> and I'm selling from my Instagram posts. So share with us how does what should be the focal point for your startup, your business, your entrepreneur? Like, am I gonna start one place or do I need to have all these platforms? Like, like I said, I I I'm saying I have the handles on all the social media. Am I feeding to them consistently? No, I'm not really active on Pinterest, but I do have LA Super Agent Pinterest, but I'm not active, you know? So what what is your take on that in terms of being able to grow and grow organically? And I know there's different ways for boost and following. What's your take on that? Go to where your audience is. And I liked that you said that before because that is really the big takeaway. You have to go to where people are um, and just being able to set a platform for yourself and use it well. So of course with real estate, I think the biggest thing that we're seeing now is personalization. Mm, um, okay. Across all, all product services, industries, you want to make whoever is looking at your website, service, product, you want to make them feel like that product was made specifically for them. And that does sound crazy and kind of reasonable, <laughs> but you can market it to pretty much everyone that comes to your website or page. And that's through marketing automation, which has really, that's a, that's a huge trend in digital mm -hmm. marketing right now. So explain that to us. I'm not going to assume that anyone on here knows what you're talking about, much less me. So explain marketing automation. What when when you talk about personalization, I think because I've seen things that I register for, I know what that experience is like. So it comes in my inbox and then I'm being dripped on and then it's like following me everywhere. <laughs> explain that from your perspective, marketing automation. So there's so many different avenues today to reach a consumer that CMOs or chief marketing officers, as we're called, uh, yeah. look for ways to best reach people at pretty much every phase of the buying journey. Uh, anything that comes to making a decision, whether someone's going to work with you, we'll, we'll just call that the buying journey. Mm -hmm. So at every phase, data can be collected just thanks to the internet, thanks to uh, data sanitation features. So the huge hoopla that's going on with Facebook right now and the way that they've made data available to third party uh, companies or just third parties, I guess I should say. Right. Um, now there are, there are new limits on what can be shared, but mm -hmm doesn't really matter what that looks like. The GDPR or the general data protection regulation um, is a new legislation in the EU that states that you 
can only, you have to encrypt whatever data you're taking as a company from a consumer. You have to encrypt that data or you just have to completely strip it of any personal information. Whereas before, there were few limits on what was being noted. And that's why people started when this whole thing with Facebook went down, people started to say, oh, wow, I can see, Facebook can see where I was through Messenger at this time throughout the day. Absolutely nothing to you know do with using Messenger, but all of this data is being collected. So what do we do with that? Right. And as a CMO, you have to be able to understand trends and change your strategies accordingly. So our marketing automation allows you to, and these are platforms. So my favorite, I'm going to plug them, is okay. SharpSpring. Um, but there are others such as HubSpot. They're, they're basically interfaces where you can streamline your social media management, um, your website, and not only can you personalize your landing page, but kind of like when people are looking at ads on the internet, like Google AdWords, that kind of thing, yeah. you will create personalized ads for your products or services. So instead of just a ready, set, real estate ad, it's, hey, Sharon, uh, check out this $500,000 house that you've been searching for all over the internet. Lisa Puerto has something available. Why don't you check her out? It's right. not just check out this $500,000 house because you were looking for it. So it makes people feel as though you've handpicked something for them, which is a really special thing in today's right. age. You know, we're not going out to the store and doing it ourselves. It's basically like having the internet do it for you. Right. So can I, so here's my thought about this. Cause I, and I have to say this <laughs> because this is something I'm, I now can see through the automation and the funnels. And like, I just want information. I don't want to go through all this funnel to get information. And now I feel the more people are using it, it may potentially create a backlash and that we're trying to set up automation and say, yeah, Lisa's picked this house, but now I know that's BS because now she's <laughs> she's planted a bug and she's stalking me. <laughs> she doesn't really yeah. know me. <laughs> so, I, you know, is there a potential that we're going to see an adverse effect, a backlash? in that the more people are using automation with the trying to be personalized or personal to their consumer, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know I, and I'm, I'm saying it now, if I get information, I want information, after your first two emails, I'm unsubscribing. I don't want any more emails from you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the trick to combating that problem is yeah. adding value. Where the consumer says, this is where I want value. So don't opt in all of your email subscribers to your list. Got it. Make sure that what you're sending them is very specific to what they're looking for. Yes. And I think the only way to make sure that you can do that properly is kind of through <laughs> collecting more data. Got and it. 
Um, but the way in which we're doing it now will be a lot less sketchy and questionable, but it allows you to better pinpoint what people want to see, what they want to hear, and it gives the consumer more power because ultimately I think we forget that consumer, the consumer is king. They get to determine if they're buying something or not, point blank. So they should have a say in what they want to see and what they're going to unsubscribe from. And it's, I'm not sure if you've been noticing, but a lot of companies have been sending emails to prepare for the GDPR. Uh, it went into effect, I think, either today, this week, or last. I think it was. It may have been this week, so I just got right. one yesterday, and it said we're updating our privacy policy. Um, and I was le reading the long blurb about it, and I, it just reminded me to unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you don't decide to opt in, then they have to get rid of your, your data. Which <sighs> It kind of helps them, I think, from going from ground zero, because then you get to say, this is exactly what I want to see. And then you're able to add more value to people who want to rock with you in the first place, because some people just may not like emails. Um, it's difficult for me to say what the best strategy is going to be moving forward in terms of automation, because there are so many different factors based on your industry and where your audience may be because of your industry, right. etc. There's so many different factors that it makes sense to get as personal as possible. And not only does that include the cheeky message where, oh, they totally, this was made for me, you know? Um, mm -hmm. it, so you're, yeah, so you're not saying don't, and here's the thing, because what we're finding in conferences and coaching and stuff like that, we're finding that oftentimes we do business with people the, the way we want business done with us. Right. So if you don't like calling leads, you don't like doing phone calls because you don't like to take those type of phone calls like you hang up. It's annoying. You're not the person that's going to be doing that. Right. If you don't like door knocking or soliciting uh out there you if you don't like to have people come to your front door to sell you something you're more than likely not going to do that so i get that and i think that's a fair response in terms of saying there are varying factors like there's some people that are really cool about the e-courses and the the webinars and all the online stuff where for me I kind of like want to weed out of it and get to the point, but that's just my energy. I know that about myself. It's, I really know that I'm get to the point. <laughs> so I, 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 and I get that because it's so funny. I just had a lender partner send me an invitation and he said, there's also survey in there with some questions. If you would take some, a moment to answer those questions, um, it helps me, it'll help me. And so I said, you know, I said, would you want my social, my blood type? He was like, you know, family size, your dog, you know, and, and we joked about it. But again, he's building a way to better market to me. Right. What is Lisa's interest? Right. And the smart companies will say, OK, let's not send her all of our emails. Let's only send her what is going to resonate with her. 
right? And the companies that are just grabbing at anything, thinking, okay, we're sending out emails, we're getting somewhere, they will continue to use a strategy where they just throw out the net and hope to catch something instead of going based off of um, what people are actually doing, what their consumers like and how they can add value to their lives. That's what the smart companies in any industry, any type, that's what they're doing. Right. And I, and I like that you keep saying added value because that's one of the things in terms of service, in terms of doing this, like, you know, even though the platform is definitely had, there's a greater vision, a greater cause, greater mission. I do invite people that are listening to say, provide some feedback, comments, questions in terms of what was the added value for you? Did you find value? Should we do that again? Uh, because I'm building this platform together. It's not Lisa listening to herself. Yeah. <laughs> This is not me, although I do go back for just like editing improvement and ways to just continue to improve myself. And I I go back and listen. But for the most part, this is a platform for everyone. I'm saying that we're all and this is part of my tagline is connect, build and share. This is for us to connect. We build together and then we share. Right. Albeit we repost or we tag someone. We invite someone. So we're not honing the information to ourselves and we continue to bring added value because I bring people on because I know that I don't know everything. Yeah. Great space for me to be in. So my audience knows I'm master student, master teacher when I come and do the ready set real estate show, because I can highlight and feature someone else that we can kind of dialogue, connect, build and share, and we'll learn together. So instead of making this all about me, because I'm like, Like Tahira, so what should I be doing next? Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, services that you offer, because I know you have clientele. And and, I mean, when you mentioned about working with a dentist and different people, I just thought that was very interesting to see more dentists. I think people in that even that profession to start using social media, especially because when I started doing more videos before a lot of people were doing videos on Instagram, I was the kind of the first way that was doing the 15 second and was got really happy when we went to 30. And I was like, oh, my goodness, 60 seconds. I had mastered my my punchlines in 15 seconds and then they gave 60 seconds. I'm like, yo, I'm, I could do a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so funny now that I see cosmetic dentists, you know, following me and people in these industries that I would not even expect to be on social media. So. Um, tie that in with just kind of services and added value that you bring to someone, like you said, that's unfamiliar with the social media sphere. Yeah, so I have been really lucky to be able to work with a diverse group of clients, and they're from all different industries. I think the number one thing that I recommend to everyone listening is just to get online, to start somewhere to make sure that your branding is consistent as Lisa has done. Um, Get the same handles for things so that you're accessible, you're easy to find and start somewhere. It's just important to do it because people will drag their feet. And I find a lot of times I tend to work with growing companies. So ones that may not have a huge budget to invest like $5,000 a month in their digital marketing. But starting somewhere is the key. So even if you're funneling 200, 
$500 a month into digital ads, into your social media management, start doing it today. Literally stop listening to the podcast or after the podcast is done. Now, don't stop now. Yeah. After the podcast is done, do it because that is the future. Digital is the future. Every year people are spending, companies are spending less on traditional advertising. I think now 67% of consumers go online first. Mm. So I I have some like the numbers. Yeah. One of the things that you just said actually made me think about Jack Ma. Jack Ma, founder of Alibaba. And Jack Ma is pretty cool to me. Homeboy is really cool. (laughs) And if you guys aren't familiar with Jack Ma, look at Jack Ma. That's uh, and I'm bringing him up because when he talks about his vision for his company is to reach the small businesses and give them a voice and opportunity to compete on the larger scale. And he talks about content being king. He says, we are in an era, this digital era that we're in where no one is an expert. I love that. That means no one, we we have a level playing field. No one is an expert. And we all get to get in. There isn't like an, an advantage. So I re- and when you're saying that, start so you can be counted. Can't win the lotto if you don't play, right? And shout out to my grandma for that. She was saying that the other day. <laughs> Even beyond just the fact that no one's an expert, I would say if you have a camera, you're an expert. You can start putting yourself up. You don't have to wait for the opportunity. Exactly. No one right. needs to send you a digital invitation to Instagram. They can't, but right. they have to because you should take the lead and say, Hey, this is who my brand, whether it's you or your company, this is who we are. Yes. This is what we stand for. This yes. is what we can help you accomplish. And because the consumer is king, always having a message of, how can I help or I'm here to help? That's really what I do day to day. I say my job is to help businesses grow, to elevate beyond their feed, not just what looks good on Instagram, but it's actually going to help you get sales, um, whatever that key performance indicator is for you. That's what my job is. So... Mm -hmm. I help companies with content creation and strategy, branding, and social media management. So day-to-day, that looks like getting on my phone pretty much all the time. (laughs) And numbers, uh, using different strategies, helping accounts to build, and bettering what the company is putting out in the first place. So revamping and bringing their content to the next level because content is king. And if you're not switching it up, people will tend to kind of lose focus. You'll lose your customer base. You want to keep giving people things that are exciting and new and don't all look the same or sound the same, whether it's going to be blog posts, videos, um, multiple pictures, polls on Instagram. A new thing has been 
instead of a testimonial, well, the new testimonial is having your customer take a picture while they're in a store or say someone who you just sold a house to having them take pictures in their new home. And it really doesn't have to be anything that is like, oh my gosh, it's going to get a million likes on Instagram because it's just so good. But it shows people that you as a brand, you're willing to be real and say, hey, these are real people that I've worked with and this was their experience. That is actually something that companies aren't you weren't doing as much. They kind of relied on their own branding. They would stage their own shoots. They would dictate all of those things. And now they're giving power back to the consumer to say, this was actually what I experienced, not just what the store or the service provider wanted me to experience. This is what it actually looked like. I'm so happy that you're saying that, especially because I say this consistently. So two things I'm gonna address. You said anyone with a camera, boom, you're in the game, right? And I have to say that because I made a quite investment in this nice little $37 camera that's sitting here. So we're running this live show (laughs) and using platforms so that I can repurpose this on social media, on radio podcasts, which is really, really cool to me because I'm having so much fun and Ready, Set, Real Estate is available on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Anchor FM, like all these platforms, car dashboards, we're on Stitcher Radio, reaching out to 4 million cars, car dashboards everywhere. Like that's major. So to hear us saying, just do it, just start. Like just start. There's- Nike, do it, do it. We, we We are like so, and I have to share that like Hugh and I were talking about people who are so conditioned about not wanting to make a mistake and mess up, right? Especially when we're talking about doing live, like it has to be perfect and it has to be polished. And it's like in this world right now of filters in social media, people are craving truth and authenticity where people are so over the faux pas that it's like, geez, we hear it in the music that the, the artists have to say, well, you know, show me a woman with stretch marks. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, show me what's real. So I, I'm you can feel I'm fired up about this because I don't I don't overthink this stuff. It's just like post a picture, do a video, snip it. I might do a little graphics in there because I have intros. I like design. I like to have fun with it. I have a team that helps me in terms of uh, design and stuff like that. But other than that, Tahira, I'm just doing and I rock and roll with it. <laughs> you are. You're just doing your that's the most important thing. And that kind of what you're saying relates to even my job where I thought, okay, I need to have all of these things figured out. But you realize that the most important learning, the most important lessons you're going to get along the way come from just starting where you are and being able to say, okay, I don't know everything, but I'm open to to learning what I don't know. Right. And even understanding, okay, I don't know X, Y, and Z, but let me go learn about it now that I know that I'm missing that from my process or 
whatever that looks like. It looks different for people. So day to day, I'm reading website magazine, branding magazine, um, marketing, every marketing magazine, it comes to my inbox. I'll look through what's, what's more, what's resonating with me today. What do I need to know for my clients today, tomorrow, but tomorrow's always going to change. So I always try to focus on today and I'll get lucky if I get something good to think about for tomorrow. Right. But starting where you are is just so important because human, I think as humans, we're programmed to think, okay, I need to know what this is going to look like from start to the middle to the end. And quite frankly, there's nothing in life, including business, including marketing that is going to do that for you. You're not Mm going to know. Uh, But taking that plunge, understanding that digital ad spend was 210 billion in 2017, and it's only growing, it's going to grow 13% this year. Influencer marketing, which is huge on social media, half a billion dollars was poured into that last year. So the numbers are there, the opportunities are there, but are you taking them is the question. I like that. And I leave that with you. Are you taking those opportunities. We're all to hear Benjamin, Chief Strategist at Optics Consulting. You can connect with her on social media, all social media at Beyond Your Feed. Check out her website at beyondyourfeed.com. Tahira, any last final remarks? We're going to get ready to wrap this up. I had tons of questions as you were going through. And I said, you know what? Because I, I was thinking about when should someone scale? When when do you bring on a digital agency, right? When do you, at what point are you scaling your business? Like starting out, what should your budget be? Like, these are all questions that are popping on out to me, but also I feel like the answer is going to be depending on your market, your industry, all these other factors. So it'd be unfair for me to make it about me again. <laughs> yeah. It's all dependent on your goals. All of those things, what your budget is, it should be reflective of what you're trying to accomplish. Um, So many different factors. Yes. But final words, I would say invest. Start step one. And number two is to invest, because if you can't figure it out, know that there is always going to be someone out there who is an expert at it or is willing to figure it out for you so that you're not paying in your time because your time is valuable in terms of making the logistics of your business happen. Delegate where you can the content creation, marketing, social media management. If that's not your thing, or even if it is your thing and you just don't have time, be comfortable with investing in people who do because that will double your business. And there's a great video by Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V as they call him. He is a media entrepreneur. He helped his dad's business scale up. Um, I can't even, I think they went from $3 million in sales to 60 million in five years. So this guy clearly knows what he's talking about when it comes to getting sales. And he said that 
going online was his key to doing that. Creating his YouTube channel, um, he started a podcast, but getting that interaction with people, answering their questions, helping them to make, helping to make the brand more accessible and providing value in his content. Providing value. Yes. So that, oh, I was, are you, oh, no, all of that is just to say that you should invest in good content creation and social media management. It really will make a difference. Yes. And I am so happy that I'm growing my team and because I, you know, I, I like to have fun. I, all the logistics, like I've had people say, what editing, what editing program you're using, Lisa? None. <laughs> One take, Jake. Tahira, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. It was really great having you just to kind of spot some highlights on digital marketing, making sense of social media. And for you as the listening and viewing audience, if you found any value in today's show, make sure you drop a comment, feedback, let us know. And again, you can connect with us on social media. Please tune in next week for Ready, Set, Real Estate. It's going to be another fantastic, phenomenal show. And be sure you learn more about our nonprofit, Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Yay.